to another episode of the Ultimate Deck Podcast. We're here in sunny Regina, Saskatchewan. Spring is in full sprung. Yeah. 22 degrees yesterday. 22 full degrees. sprung. Yeah. What is that in Fahrenheit for our American friends? About 75, 80? No probably not quite 80, but sure. somewhere there. So nice weather has is upon us. So it's perfect on. time for these discussions that we have. I'm your host, Shane Chapman, here with Wade Laurent. You recovered. You've become a mainstay in this. No, thing I took now. last week off. Well, that's right. We did the home week. show. Then I took last week off because that one from the home show was flat. We were <laughs> boy, oh boy, that was a struggle. <laughs> I re-listened to that one. I fell asleep doing it. So we may have apologies lost apologies out to TimberTech on that one. Yeah, we may have lost some listeners over that one. But anyway, today we're going to tackle a topic that is a bit ambiguous, and we're hoping to clear some of this up. It's the word composite and what that all means. So that word gets thrown around all day every day in a place like ours yeah that that word or a version of that word yeah right yeah for the people who don't know how to say it properly there's also that version too but composite is like that's a bit of a catch-all phrase for things in decking but you've also heard of composite hockey sticks and composite whatever tapes and like there's all sorts of things that are referred to as composites composite is just a generic catch-all wood word for a product that's made of more than one thing i drink composite wine all the time (laughs) composite wine like i'm uh, having a composite coffee right now (laughs) shiraz and merlot wine every once in a while there you go (laughs) so that's 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 what a composite is but because that's such a generic term it's like when you talk about a composite deck boards not all things are equal there's good composites there's bad composites there's different types of composites there's composites that are made of different materials the most common is like the wood plastic composite that's what we traditionally think of but there's other ones that don't have wood in them so therefore they're not really the same but yet they're still referred to or called a composite Composite. for obvious reasons so by definition composite just simply means more than one thing inside combination right yeah it's a combination combination of of things materials yeah mixed together so and that's the scientific term you can tell your friends that if you like that's right it's a combination of things yeah heard it here first that's right that's how we sell it here (laughs) you have this board here that's a combination of things or you can just have wood that's just one thing um So the reason we wanted to tackle this is because of the ambiguity of the word, the fact that not all things are equal. People come into the store, they say, I want a composite deck. And it's like, okay, well, here's, there's a lot of different things, but, uh, but more commonly, or maybe not more commonly, but quite commonly people come in and say, I want a Trex deck. Trex deck. Yeah. And the first question we always have to ask is, and we stock Trex and we sell it, it's a great product. So if they mean that they want a specifically a Trex deck, then great. But we always have to clarify, it's like, do you want, are you looking for a color that's specifically offered by Trex or you do you mean a composite? And usually the answer is like, well, no, I think I just, like just a composite, like something that's maintenance free. Yeah, I just want a maintenance free board. Yeah, but because Trex has like very powerfully positioned themselves as the, like as a Kleenex, like nobody says, can I have a facial tissue? Not once have I ever used that. Ever. 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 And you ride skidoos, right? Not yeah. Like snowmobile, maybe some people say. But well, but there's certain brands, because they were first to market or they, they, they marketed themselves the best, that have become the catch-all brand for an entire category of products. And Trex has done that very well. Yeah. Like, I could, I'm guessing that 90% of people that come in here and say, I'm looking for a Trex deck, actually mean I'm looking for some sort of maintenance-free deck. Yeah. Only 10% of them are asking for Trex specifically. Yep. But anyway, so that's... But it's good for the whole industry, right? That's brand power right there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, now Trex, as we mentioned, is 
one of those composite deck boards. The uh, wood plastic composite. Traditional wood pl- plastic composite. There's there's a bunch of brands. You were talking like Trex, TimberTech, Fiberon, Decorators, Moisture Shield, Latitudes, Fortress, Ultra Shield. U- Ultra Shield. Like, Is Fortress in there? Does, do they fall under a WPC? Yeah. Well, sorry, I guess I'm not talking WPC because Decorators has both. They've got a wood plastic composite and another, but I'm just meaning like composites in general. Right. These are all composite deck boards. Wolf has one. Wolf's got a composite line too, yeah. yeah. Um, boy, you could go on and on. There's tons and tons of them out there. So the other problem too is that when there's different, t- so there's different types of composites as um, categorized by what the filler item is in them so but there's also different types of composites when we talk about whether it's a composite or a capped composite and that's a very important distinguishable thing the fact that whether it has a cap or not but the industry or more like the market has decided that saying capped composite is too hard and so they're all just referred to as composites well it's almost like it's redundant now because yeah i would say that the majority of decking people are now capped composite Correct. Right. And there's like, there's some people that are still using blackberries and they're still doing the uncapped composite. Yeah. So reach their own, right? It's kind of like back when there used to be like you had a cell phone or a flip phone and you had a smartphone. Yeah. You had the razor flip phone. Now nobody says my smartphone because the, you ex, like all the phones should be smart now. Yeah. So you just, you feel like you don't need to say smartphone anymore. That's just what a phone is today. Yeah. Same idea. Like you don't have to say capped composite anymore because the industry standard now is that all composites are capped. Obviously. So, but the difference between that for those who are not listening is a traditional composite, a first generation composite doesn't have that protective cap over top of it. So it's simply recycle generally, generally recycled plastic, high density polyethylene plastic, basically thrown into your mom's cookie batter mixer thing from Cuisine Art mixed together. <laughs> Is that how you would cu- say cu- that? Cuisine Art? Cu- cuisine? cuisine? It's cuisine? like a cuisine, right? Cuisine? Cuisine Art? Oh, cu- cuisine Art? Cuisine Art? <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> That's not even an American Canadian thing. That's just a lack of my yeah, experience just in the blew kitchen it. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but it's the point being they're mixed together with the wood filler and then extruded out and that's it. Embossed. Like they put an embossing on it, but that's it. It comes out of the extruder and it's done. The capped composites have a wear layer on them. And some brands are just on the top, some brands are the top on the sides, and some brands are all the way around that they wrap the board. But the reason for doing that is it allows them to put in an extra layer of protection that'll resist against staining and fading and even durability for scratching and whatnot. Mold. And mold. Yeah, it's protecting all that organic content that's in the board that when exposed to the sun can bleach when exposed to a grease stain, will stain. Yeah. When exposed to, you know, some moisture, will mold, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. So those, so this wear layer is put on there for that purpose. It also allows them to do like a ton more with the coloring of the boards. I've never seen a, you know, a traditional wood plastic composite without the cap actually look good. Like they don't get the colorful streaking and the beautiful look that you can with a capped composite, right? Yeah, I think out of the right out of the factory, it looks okay. So. Moisture Shield has a couple. Uh, is, is it Tigerwood, maybe? Yeah, they have a little bit of streaking in them. Yeah, they look okay right out of the, like I'll call it right out of the bag. As soon as you open it up, those are going to look fine. But, yeah. but again, they just, they fade out. They be, they're bleached out. They turn into a nothing color yeah. shortly after. But that, like, that's that's a, 
they do have a little bit of variegation to them, but they don't look anything like the high-end cap comps that's with their variegation. Like, True. Yeah. You look at like a TimberTech Legacy board that has five colors streaking through it. Yeah. You'll never achieve that vibrancy of color. Yeah. In a non-capped composite. Yeah. There's Fibron. just too much dull wood filler showing through to let the colors really pop in there. Yeah. Plus, they I think they intentionally don't put bright colors in it because you know it's going to fade. So the brighter the color is out of the bag, Day one, yep. it's the more it's going to fade. So they like all of those traditional camp composite, capped com, sorry, non-capped composites yeah, yeah. are generally kind of duller colors to begin with. Correct, yeah. So yeah, and like then they fiber, all end EPA, up right? light fiber, gray in the end. Yeah, light gray for sure, yeah. <laughs> like treated lumber, right? Yeah. And that fiber on Ipe, right? That's the one that jumps to my head about lots of streaking, tons of color variation. Those things look amazing. You cannot fake that with a with the other board yeah so so now if you go to the internet and you search for you know composite or even treks or whatever the search results still come up where there was problems like people find like people search for treks deck whatever and you'll still come across these search results that show like treks deck failure or warranty claim or beware or whatever right and what people need to do is make sure they're looking at the date stamp on that article because there's tons of articles floating around out there that are older that are referring to the kind of first generation products that came out that didn't have the cap layer that unfortunately didn't fare so where so well in the elements you know they we just saw a recent post on instagram from sun deck solutions they were doing a repair or replacement of a trex deck that had flaked and peeled apart now from somebody who doesn't know any better they would look at it and be like oh my god look at that Trex deck is falling apart. Don't buy Trex. Don't buy Trex. Yeah. That's not the case. That was a first generation product that was 10 years old. That one happened to be 10 years old, 15 years old. And those products did have some failures. And Trex openly admitted that. They covered it. They warrantied them. They fixed the problem. Um, but so don't be scared away from that stuff. Things have been fixed since then. But the problems they had because of the lack of a cap layer uh, and, and some other things was like flaking or sagging between joists because it would just kind of deteriorate over time because that organic material would break down. Yep. Like the staining and fading has always been a problem. Yep. So don't worry. Like look at the date stamps and make sure that you're not looking at a current generation board. I Like because you're not. You're looking at old articles, yeah, what is old it? product. 2007, is that right? Is that the... Something like that, right? When they somewhere first, around there. Yeah. Like that's that's the dates of a lot of the ones that you're seeing that are having failure points. Yeah. But, but that the, picture by Mark and the team from Sundeck was amazing. Like they did a really good job of capturing that. So yeah. if you're not following those guys, do it, follow them. It's, it's yeah. a good picture for sure. It'll help sell the capped composite. So yeah, we generally like, we don't stock any, uh, non capped composites here anymore. We just, the stock, fading we and the sell. we don't sell period. Yeah. Yeah. The fading and the staining is just, that's reason alone to not sell them. Why would you put a product on there that fades and stains if you can, for the same price or less, put a product on that doesn't fade or stain? It doesn't make any sense, right? Like that for me at one point it was that it was less money, but that's not the case anymore. Not even so, close so anymore. Now it's not even close. So not even close. Fine. Yeah. I actually swapped some material on a deck the other day. Somebody was doing a set of, they had an existing deck and then a set of stairs and they were adding on to it. And I was like, why don't we just replace all of the decking? You know, and so rather than matching with a non-capped composite on the lower level deck, I was able to put them into a full capped composite, replace the upper deck, and it was still going to be less than just adding on to the 
new one, right? So we like yeah. we changed out a ten by ten on the top and put capped on it, and then capped on the lower was less than putting just uncapped on the bottom sixteen by twenty. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. So, so not that they're bad products. Like Good products. Still, there's still some brands out there like Moisture Shield and Latitudes and whatnot that are still making, and even TimberTech. TimberTech. That's still making a non-capped composite for some markets because they still do okay. Yep. Structurally, they're fine. Those three brands made it through, right? They didn't have the big failures that some of the other ones did. Yep. Structurally, they're fine. It's just that they, they're going to fade and stain. It's just so, an aesthetic thing. That's all. Yeah. Right. It's like every industry, as time goes on, products get better and better. Sometimes the old stuff is still has a market for it. So correct. That's what it is. But yep. I know that we just we just don't bother anymore because you know that in the past we sold some non-cap stuff. It's like every time you send out a package, there's an issue with it. It's it doesn't match the deck that I'm putting it on. Yeah, yeah. Give it six months, give it th- six weeks, yep. and it'll fade and it'll be close, trust me. Or you get the constant calls from people that are like, hey, do you have a composite cleaner? Because like around my barbecue is just like a smattering of barbecue grease. It's like, yeah. yeah. Like there are some cleaners out there that might do the trick. <laughs> one of the solutions at one point was like, well, just oil the whole deck, make the whole deck a grease spot. And then you won't be able to see the ones. Right, that that's, like, that's such a good one. <laughs> like, it's just like, what are we doing here? Stop selling products that do that. Yeah. And sell the ones that don't do that. Yeah. Problem solved. This stuff's supposed to be maintenance free, right? So why are we buying cleaners and you know, like oils to oil our deck that we were supposed to never have to do that with? Yeah. Anyway, so stick with the good brands. You know, the good brands, the big ones that we mentioned before, any cap composite that's got a, you know, I'm going to say a base of a 25-year warranty and more on fading and staining, have at her. There are some junky cap composites out there. It doesn't mean that cap, all cap composites are good. There's clearly different standards within there as well. Correct. If you're buying a cap composite from a box store that costs 90 cents a foot, you get what you pay for. Yep. Yes, it's capped. Ish. It's harder to pull a band-aid off than it is to pull the yeah. cap off some of those products, right? Yeah. Like it's they're not they're not great. Uh, and the warranties are short and whatever, so on and so forth. So I think we've kind of cleared that up now. Hopefully, if anybody has questions about that stuff, sh- certainly shoot us a message. I guess maybe Instagram, n- to not knock Moisture Shield too much. They do have cap composites. We keep yep. saying that Moisture Shield doesn't like is an uncapped composite. That's not true. That's just one line that they Correct. have, yep. right? And so that's their flagship line. But they are they do have capped composites, and some of those colors are good. Yep, that's but. true. It's just like in our market, the Vantage line, which is an uncapped, is still their biggest line by far. Yeah, like. Yeah, that's what gets sold here. And it's mostly to home builders. What they like about it, they always say is like, well, because the core of the board is close to the same color as the cap of the board. So if I cut it, I can route the edges. I don't need to hide the ends of the boards or whatever. And it's like, yes, that is the one pro about using a capped composite. That's it. There's one pro. (laughs) That is it. But there's reasons why. That's kind of like hardwood flooring. It's like like engineered flooring is more stable and whatever like there's lots of benefits to using engineered hardwood nowadays with the wear layer yeah but it's a layer so like i can't sand it 50 times or i'll wear through it yeah true but it's still more stable and better product than traditional full width hardwoods yes it's more stable anyway yeah. done with that tire spend too long on that yeah <laughs> probably go a little, hey oh boy finishing my basin right now i'm thinking about flooring <laughs> options <laughs> and my wife wants to do hardwood and i'm like but engineered babe is the way to go yeah so. but i mean that's like the argument is the equivalent of that it's like but yeah but if i cut a piece of hardwood you can see that the core is not the same as the outside who cares it's going under a baseboard yeah <laughs> and same for this stuff whatever yeah. hide it behind the fascia anyway um 
And just to address that issue, if somebody's going like, yeah, it's a pretty good point, though, you can paint the ends of a wood plastic composite or you can, you know, miter, you can do things to hide the end. You don't have to look at the cut end. Like, put a border around the deck. That's what everybody does. A picture frame picture will hide frame all those cut ends. <laughs> you don't want a picture frame. You can paint it with, a, like, a sample size of paint from any paint store. It'll be enough to paint the ends, and it adheres great. Like, there's other options. It's not like you don't have an option. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we mentioned wood plastic composites. That's the majority of the category is, when you say composites, is made up of wood plastic composites. Trex is a capped wood plastic composite. Fibron is a capped wood plastic composite. TimberTech, so on and so forth. They're all wood plastic composites. They've got different recipes as to what the species of wood filler they use is or the size of the particles of the wood filler yeah, is. Yeah, some is wood fiber, some is wood flour. Yeah, so like, and they've all got the reasons as to why their particle size is the only way you can do it, so on and so forth. And they use whatever different hardwoods. They, some of them have maple, heart, like flower in it or whatever hickory i don't know what they all are oak all these things they they like to use ones that have less tannins so that it doesn't doesn't discolor but if you're using a cap on it it's not as important so whatever but so wood plastic is most common it uses a hardwood filler hardwood sawdust mixed into the plastic essentially but there's other brands like fortress i believe and cali bamboo that use bamboo filler yes instead of traditional wood so Bamboo is considered a grass, but it's but it doesn't wick up a bunch of moisture. It's got its own traits about it that um, are make it a good option for filling in, for using infill in, in a board. You've Stable, got, strong. Yeah, right? bamboo is so strong. Yep. But. You've got ones like um, decorators in their voyage and and um, vault, vault lines. Line. Yeah doesn't use any wood it's all inorganic fill so they use like mineral dust or fiber like particles essentially inside the board so that absorbs no moisture it's very stable that way the way they stretch it into like a, a fibrous core to that thing makes it very stable lengthwise yeah. um lumber rock i think is another brand that does something similar yeah, to that it uses like a stone it. or mineral dust filler in the plastic composite yeah. so there's a variety of composites that use different types of fill in them and so not all things are equal that way either yeah that mineral stuff so with the decorators we were we were cutting that material up for the home show display that we did and i really noticed a difference on that when we were cutting it right you can, like the dust just it just ends up on your saw much different than the than the wood plastic composites right you're you could just have a fine white dust on your saw kind of yeah. balls up a little bit differently and so yeah. you can tell when you're cutting it that it's for sure different stronger yeah right? and now the last thing i think we need to talk about when it comes to these types of products is how you even say the word opposite <laughs> that's how i say composite. it composite u.s Depends on which side of the border you're on, it seems. How does Bruce say it? I was, a good, I was just thinking that exact same thing. I was like, wait a second. We always consider this to be like a Let's U.S. Canadian thing. Let's flag an Aussie thing. thing for a while, right? Yeah. We always consider it a U.S. Canadian thing. It's like Canadians say composite and Americans say composite. I know that Bruce gets aluminum wrong. Right? Oh, boy. Like It's not even close. Off Alu this island and then across <laughs> the lake there. Everybody in Europe and everything, aluminum. There's, aluminum. There's not even that many letters in it to say it like that. <laughs> But composite or composite, if you hear those terms, it's the same thing. It's just a regional difference in how people pronounce the word. But yeah, Bruce from Australia, Dunning and Decking, you need to 
You need to record a video of saying that word and send it to us so we know how yeah, just people put it say on, it in Australia. Put it on the uh, all the IG there. I Let sure hope it's it. like he's part of the Commonwealth. I would think. <laughs> I hope that they're going to say composite as well. Right. Because they're the tiebreaker. <laughs> right. I don't want to be wrong on this. We might be. We might have to change it. Boy, oh boy, this is not good. Could be. If you guys have any questions about composite decking or composite decking, um, send us a message on Instagram at the ultimate deck shop, and we'll be sure to help uh, answer those. I hope that this episode kind of cleared up some of the confusion around that ambiguous term of composite decking. And um, as always, I hope this was an entertaining episode as long as informational. So, yeah, I feel like I did better on that one. A little bit more energy than the TimberTech one, that's for sure. Home show is like well over. Well, we're into our season. We had hard time even finding time to do this one. It's so busy now, but we've also got a little project going on in the back. Yeah, we're going to take this podcast to another level in the next couple of weeks here. And like literally, I think it's eight feet higher. Right? <laughs> another level. <laughs> another level. <laughs> yeah, literally, figuratively, quality. You name it, Let's it's happening. So that's in the works now too. So uh, anyways, guys, thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to check out our YouTube show. We've been slacking on that a little bit too. We've been waiting for things to happen with this thing we're referring to that we can kind of get a good setup to be shooting more of those videos and whatnot. But make sure you check out our YouTube show called The Ultimate Deck Show on, it's on YouTube because that's great place to host I it. said that it was going to be, it's a YouTube <laughs> show. So probably should have it there. Uh, and it's doing great. Very informational. We talk about the entire lineups from different brands. I think our Trex video is over 10,000 views now. And we just recorded that not too long ago. So it's uh, it's working for people. And we're going to start putting more content up there too. So make sure you tune into that. That's all. Anything else? That's all I got. Perfect. We'll see you guys Good next one. week. Happy Peace. Easter. <laughs> <laughs>